Hey ladies and welcome back to this week's episode of the Power of Women podcast. (laughs) I am your host Tori J and I am joined by the beautiful Tesa V. Starseed. The one and only. (laughs) The one and only girl. Okay ladies. We're actually going to be discussing um, I think yeah domestic violence. Domestic violence in relationships. Um as women is something that we uh, go through a lot, especially I think the figures are, I think it says that more women die every year from domestic violence than they do breast cancer, mm. which is just mind blowing when you think about it. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. and I think you were giving me figures as well saying that most of the deaths of women in a year are often as a result of people from people that they know, like lovers, partners. Yeah, yeah. It's like something yeah. like over 90% of women that are murdered. Are murdered by a spouse, a partner, somebody you've been intimately involved with. Insane. That 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 Scary. reminds me of that um that TikTok star. I really don't know what his name is. I can't remember. And it's crazy again. I'm calling him the TikTok star because social media or and the, not even social media, the news actually have been portraying him as that. And really, he's a murderer. Do you know what right. I mean? I think I don't know much about it. I don't really have it. Well, I don't have a TikTok account, but I it comes on Instagram and stuff. And I saw that um he I don't think they were even together anymore were they like I think she was leaving him and he had a restraining yeah, order against they were him. like divorcing or divorced or separating or separated or something yeah right yeah and then he um turned up at her wherever she was staying and killed her I don't know how he did it did he shoot her I see I don't I, I gotta look back into it yeah something like that but he killed her basically and killed the guy who she was supposedly seeing yeah and um I think they said he bugged or put a camera in their child's iPad so he could like track her and then killed her. And obviously people online are saying, oh, well, she was cheating. Why did, why did she cheat? She cheated. She deserved it. And obviously it's majority men, some women too. And it's just mind blowing. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Because no. firstly, if she was, she wasn't actually cheating. They were actually in the process of a divorce because he was so controlling and possessive. And he had, he turns out he had actually been cheating on her you know projection much um and now but we have to talk about the fact that he felt so um entitled to her and so enraged by her the possibility of her doing something that he had previously done something Mm. that made her leave him in the first place that he felt the need to take her life and people on social media are saying well if she cheated that's what you get for cheating like oh my god Mm. you know what's crazy First of all, nobody deserves to be murdered. Oh my God. Because I don't care to what anybody does. Somebody else. Are you kidding me? Nobody right deserves to be murdered. I don't even like when I hear people say things like that about like certain people in the world that they deem bad. You know, people that you don't necessarily agree with or like for whatever personal reasons. I don't like when I hear people say, well, they, you know, this person should die. Like, why, why do you right. think you why? should wish death, death on anybody? Someone. People still have families and lives and what whatever. You know what I mean? You should never wish death. Allow, you know, the universe, take, allow yeah. God to handle yeah. it the way it's supposed to be handled. I just, right. I, I don't like that energy in general. So when people are so insensitive and they hear about something like a murder and and it's to even top it off, you know, like you said, the woman is leaving the situation 
and um and she's murdered you know even or even the uh it was a girl of was it a month ago now a couple of months ago now she was murdered by the guy that worked at her apartment he like broke in and and because he, he had the master key you know the people who work for the apartments yeah. have the key for all the units oh, yes the young girl i remember yeah, he broke she in, turned he him down her. yeah she didn't want to talk to him oh. um you know this 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 kind of energy like you put it this entitlement to a woman and feeling like you have the 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 rights over somebody or they belong to you and I I hate that it's something that when I was younger I don't know where this trauma came from well I mean I guess I could figure it out but the the I used to love being in a relationship or or being with someone and either them telling me or vice versa me saying it to them like you know, I belong to you. I'm only yours, you know, and, and I love them feeling that powerful, like you mine, you know, and I used to love it when a man would say that me you too. mine, you belong to yeah. me. My I'm woman, like, oh, I belong to you. But no girl, bye. Mm. Like when I hear things like that now, I'm like, boy, bye. I don't belong to anyone. Nobody belongs to anyone. You know, I'm, I'm my own free being and right. I'm here to exist and experience and, and as we all are. But, uh, you know, in terms of domestic violence, it's such a um, it's such a heavy discussion. And it's very personal to me because I have been in several um, relationships where I've been abused and um, I've been abused physically. I've been abused emotionally, verbally, I've been abused in several different ways. Um, you know, and I want to go into the other types of abuse, but in terms of like my personal experience, I remember being young and hearing Wait, what about, do you mean other types of abuse? Sorry to cut you off. Oh, that's fine. Um so I want to go into like um the emotional side of abuse. No, that's or, part, that's very important. That's domestic violence. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go into yeah. the types of abuse that's not seen. When when people get beat up, we see it and we go, okay, well, we could see the bruises, you know, yeah. or you know, we 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 somewhat understand. And even then, a lot of times there's no sympathy for women when they're being abused. But if there is gonna be any, it's when people can physically see your pain. If people can't see your pain. And sometimes you unfortunately don't even see your pain because you are that traumatized and that manipulated and um, controlled. Um, uh, it, it goes, it's, it's ignored. It goes ignored and it goes unnoticed. Absolutely. And, um, and that's, that's dangerous, very dangerous because mm-hmm. that's how women end up murdered. But I remember, I remember being young and just hearing about a few people that I knew that were in abusive, physically abusive relationships. And then I remember always saying, not me, that wouldn't be me. I'd never, please, nobody never put their hands on me, you know? And um, it's crazy because the first time somebody like was rough with me, put his hands on me, I remember that. Um, and I, it was just such a toxic relationship, girl. We used to scream at each other, mm. like, and, and it could be, and I'm not a, a, I don't like 
any of my business in public. I'm real private. And um, so I definitely don't like drama in public. I don't, I don't like that at all. Right. And, and I'm not saying that sometimes people don't trigger us and we aren't justified to go off on somebody, however you feel like going off. But I am just not that person. I don't want to no, scream and do all game. that. And no. yeah, I want to do all that. If I have to do all that, then that's, I, I really just don't want to do it. But um, girl, I, mean, I remember period. it is so toxic, but I remember the guy was trash though. I remember he was, he was a cheater. He, he used to scream and argue and, um, you know, really. How old is all, he? Sorry, do you mind me asking? <laughs> you want to know what's funny? I didn't know how old he was for a long time. At the time, I thought he was like five or six years older than me. But I found out later because he lied. He was such a terrible, terrible person. Girl, he lied about his age. Come to find out he was closer to like, he was closer to like 15 years older than me oh my god he was that's why and i was really age. young yeah, yeah i was really that's why young they, they target the younger women as well yeah. they do it to all women but he talked he lied about everything he lied about having okay. kids and too he, he lied about everything so, so predator. yeah girl like just completely trying to trap you in every way don't don't want you to know who he is at all mm. so um i remember uh him putting his hands on me and us getting into it and like it it just pissed me off I put my hands back on him he pushed me I pushed him back he tried to slam me on the bed and I couldn't slam his ass but <laughs> you know I got up and just threw my weight on him as best as I could right. but um but it was real toxic and I didn't mind it like it it pulled out so much anger inside of me anger that was you know boxed up from life from hell probably from past lives from childhood just right. from from experiences just all this anger that was boxed up in me and the collective yeah the collective yeah. trauma of women <laughs> yeah man he just he just kind of pulled this energy out of me and I just remember like I was always ready to go head to head with him and and I didn't care and that's kind of where part I, I know I had that uh, I didn't care attitude especially when it came to things like that when I was a lot younger and um he triggered a lot of that in me um just pulled I just had a lot of anger issues after that and it's funny because I went on um to be with someone else that wasn't ever physically abusive he was trifling you know so but he was he wasn't physically abusive but I remember specifically a couple of times us getting into it after he'd you know done something crazy and I wanted him to try to put his hands on me like I was just he never did that wasn't his personality mm. but I it's almost like I was waiting on him too like I wish you would because yeah, I'm gonna lay I your ass relate. out girl yeah. I was ready for him <laughs> I can so relate yeah. I was ready for him definitely you but it doesn't have to be like that you know but it yeah. should not have to be like that but I I want to I want to say this from those first couple of experiences the the one experience that really I feel like turned my life around. It was the icing on the cake for me was um, a guy I dated a, a few years later and the relationship was fine in the beginning. I mean, he wasn't somebody who I think I should have been with. I don't, you know, you know how you act. I don't know. You accidentally get in a relationship with somebody. <laughs> I don't know what it's in the trauma. But it happened. It happens. Yeah. I don't know what <laughs> in the trauma sudden, I got going like, on. But, damn it. Girl. <laughs> Yeah, but we it was it was just fun and it was cool. Um, but he was 
Um, he had a lot of anger issues. I found out later that uh, his father had a lot of anger issues and he grew up in a household. And I never got any stories in terms of if anything had ever happened in his household, but I've heard that his, his father had really bad anger issues, which was crazy because his father was a pastor. But, um, um, and- Interesting. Yeah, girl, but he was so violent. And I remember meeting a girl that he dated prior to me because I found out, I found out that, I don't know how I found out about this girl, but I found out about this girl that he had previously dealt with. And she ended up reaching out to me and she basically told me that he, you know, was cheating on her and that they mm. had this whole life together and that mm. um, he even yeah. put his hands on her and all these things. And I was like, he mm. put his hands on me. I said, girl, bye. He'll never put his hands on me. He'll yeah. never put his hands never. on me. I, I was so right. like, well, and then she was, uh, you know, I'm tall. Girl, straight up. He And I'm tall. So he, she was a real small girl. She was like half my size. No lie. Yeah. yeah. And. So I was like, oh man, he gonna put his hands on her and look how little she is. But me, me being as tall as I am, I felt like, nigga, please, I'll lay you out so quick. I wish you'd try it. <laughs> but let me tell you something. Mm. I didn't experience anything like that with him for a while. Mm. And before our relationship ended, you know, and he's showing, beating his chest during certain arguments and showing his quote unquote power and his anger you know, it started off with him like punching holes in walls and things like that. Mm. Just you can't control your anger. Things like that are it's something you have to pay attention to. Yeah, because if you can't control your anger when especially when you're the one that's fucking up yeah. and you are resorting to getting so violent and angry where you have to damage and beat and throw things or you want to walk off or you don't want to talk. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, it's like, like, who do you think you are? We're just having a conversation. You can't have no, a conversation. Can't. Like that's no. how messed up your mind is. Huge. So, because and again, exactly. And again, I'm not because I'm not a, a screamer, yeller. You did this, and I found out this. I'm not even doing all that. So, mm. and I could, but I'm not doing that. And you're still reacting crazy. So, like I said, it started off with him punching holes in the wall, and then it got to one point where I realized. He has these anger issues. He's cheating. And I was like, you know what? We're not together. We're done. And he was like, who not together? I said, we not together. I'm not with you. You not with me. I'm not with you. You here right now, but we not together. I'm, I'm single. And I said it straight up, just like that. We done right now. It's over. <laughs> I'm not dealing with you. And that boy turned into a monster. Mm. Mm. mind you I said boy I hope you heard that that boy turned into a monster yeah mm -hmm. and and let me tell you something he put his hands on me and at first I tried to you know stay on my ground as best I could mm -hmm. but he he put his hands on my doggone neck and he held my neck so tight and squeezed, mm. trying to squeeze mm. the breath out of me. Mm. And I remember praying to God in that moment because I literally did not have another breath. Like I could feel myself not having another breath. And because I, I couldn't, he held it so long with so much pressure on it. And I was like, oh my God, I was like, I'm about to die right now. I don't have another breath. And he's so stupid. He's about to kill me and he don't even know it. 
you know, because I didn't, no, in my he head, know it. he probably does know it. Right. In, in my head, I'm mm. telling myself that he didn't want to kill me. He's just crazy mm. and, and violent, but, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, he just has these anger issues, but of course what he's not trying ourselves. to kill me right now. He probably yeah. was trying to kill me, but the point is I was like, he's about to kill me. Like, and, and that's it. That's going to be my life. And I was like, God, oh my God, I don't have another breath. Um, he oh, let go right in that moment, girl. I didn't eat for like 48 hours. My throat mm. was swollen. Mm. Um, in that moment, I felt like I was going to die. Right. And it scared me so bad. It scared mm. me so bad. I've never, I've been in car accidents before and they scared me too. They scared the hell out of me. Um, I've had, you know, other accidents. I've seen other people have other kind of accidents that are, you know, yeah. very scary. But experiencing that firsthand and having somebody put you in this position where it feels like they could take your life, it made me realize how much I value my life. And it shouldn't take that. But in that moment, I realized it on another level because I've always loved my life. But I realized, oh my God, I'm not going to ever get to, at the time, I didn't even have kids. So I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to ever get to have kids. I'm not going to ever get to accomplish all of these dreams that I aspire to accomplish. You know, I'm not going to ever get to see my family again. It was just all these thoughts was crossing through my mind. And I, I decided, girl, I decided that I would never, ever allow somebody to treat me like that. And not only that, if I even seen an ounce of a sign that you had any kind of anger issues or any kind of things that remind me of that kind of toxic behavior, I'm done. I'm running. I'm not, I'm not wasting Absolutely. my time. I'm not Absolutely. sticking nothing out to wait to see what happens. I don't care about you working through your problems. I don't care when I hear people say that, right. well, right. everybody, you know, people have problems. People have to grow. Well, you going over there and grow and do what you need to do. I'm not dealing with that with you. No, I would like, never do that again. Our bent? It's always with the women. We're the ones who are supposed to just be suffering and building a man up. And no, absolutely not. I'm mm -hmm. not doing that. Go and get yourself together. I'm not your scapegoat. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I saw it, it's interesting. Well, it's not interesting. It's actually quite tragic and so sad. I was listening to your story again, like I hadn't heard it before, and just really feeling it, you know, because. Like, I think I saw, a, when did I see it? I was online and I saw something and it said about how those who sh strangle people, those who have the ability to strangle people are always more likely to kill. Yeah. Because it's a very different kind of, it's a very intimate way as well to like- Yeah, you look at me right in my eyes. Right in the eye and taking their breath. And watch my breath, watch the breath leaving my body. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, it's very, um, it's very triggering, honestly. Yeah, and it is, girl. I feel like I can't oh. breathe right now talking about oh, it. Sure. Let me take my a couple deep breaths. funny listening to you. Okay, let's do it. Lord, And- you know, to kind of further add on to the things that you said earlier, read domestic violence, right? Um, like you said, oftentimes we think about domestic violence and we just think of physicality, you know, physical abuse, but there's different forms. Like you said, there's emotional abuse, which is obviously psychological, and there's also sexual abuse, which is another one I want to get into. Mm. Um, and <clears throat> with emotional abuse, there's things like, you know, for example, I've never ever seen a situation where there's um, physical abuse and there's no emotional abuse. It's a lie. It's impossible. Um, psychological abuse comes hand in hand with emotional abuse. I've never seen a domestic violence case. Um, and emotional abuse is things like insults, belittling, um, intimidation, you know, like you said, destroying things, 
um, threatening to attack you, threatening to take away your children, threatening to kill your children, you know, things like that. Those are different forms of um, domestic abuse that people don't really class as domestic abuse, even humiliation. You know, mm. you're with a partner that likes to humiliate you. That is abuse. And then mm. another one that as women, I think they've only recently even changed the law for that is obviously sexual abuse, right? Especially if you're married or with a partner, um, they act like you can't have, they can't physically, they can't sexually abuse you, but they can. When they're forcing you to have intercourse with them when you don't want to have intercourse, that is abuse, right? Or mm. if they're guilt tripping you, you know, making you feel bad when you say you don't want to have intercourse that's abuse and I remember one time it's quite sad because it's now happened to me on a few occasions growing up but I remember the first time I heard this I was in uni and um, a friend of mine was talking about her boyfriend right this guy that she was seeing and I think she said she was even engaged to him at the time she's no longer engaged she she's no longer engaged to him now but she was with him and I remember her so he was older than her as well like more than 10 years and she said he came to see her at uni and um, when he came, she just wasn't in the mood to have sex. You know, she just, she just didn't want to have sex. It was getting on her nerves. She was like, no, I don't want to have sex. And he kept trying and trying and trying. And eventually she said she just lay there. Mm. She just lay there and let him have sex and then whatever. And then he was done and he was like, oh, babe. And I just, I remember at the time when she told me being so disturbed by it, because I was like, but babe, that's not right. He can't do that. Like, that's not, I know you think that it's okay, but it's not okay. That's actually abuse. To me, that's rape. Yeah. but she couldn't she didn't see that you know and then now I find myself I now found myself in situations where I was dealing with partners and that same thing happened to me and I remember thinking oh my god <laughs> do you know what I mean like how am I now in this situation that I said so vehemently that I wouldn't be and even down to the actual physical um domestic abuse when you were talking about you know how you felt like a guy could never touch you and you were taller than you were quite tall and you know you could handle them I'll lay him out I'll lay him out I used to think like that. I mean, hell, I still think like that now, you know? <laughs> but I think experience has taught me that um, oh, those are the things I used to do when I was younger, you know? Like now I'm very cautious of men because I've been in a few relationships and I've been in a few situations where they've been very violent, very violent. Mm. And I no longer want to play. I don't, I, I can't even, I don't have the Not ability. worth it you know, I don't want to play with you. I don't want to risk my life. So I just kind of find myself succumbing you know, or kind of just um, lowering down my rage in order not to increase their age. Yeah. That's what I find myself doing. And I'm somebody who kind of um, grew up around domestic violence. It was something that, I, yeah, it was my daily in my house. I saw it regularly. I saw domestic yeah. violence regularly, like emotional domestic violence, physical domestic violence. It was a daily, daily occurrence for me. Yeah. Um, and I always saw that I would never, ever, I wanted to even be a domestic advocate counsellor. That's how deep it was for me. And I would always be like, no man can ever touch me. I will never let a man touch me. I will knock him out, you know. So I was very, like, um, defensive in relationships. But I myself ended up in quite a few relationships where guys ended up putting their hands on me, you mm -hmm. know. I remember one of my exes driving even, um, and this, he was someone who'd never put his hands on me. So I was quite shocked. Well, I say that, but no. We, we did have a few volatile relationships you know where you're like screaming back and fighting back mm -hmm. um and then eventually uh I remember he we were driving in the car I wasn't even his girlfriend anymore actually which is crazy we were driving in the car and um I had gone to see someone else because I could do what the hell I like you know 
and then he was like so he was questioning me about it or something and then I think he said to me um he said uh I mean I don't know why just nastiness you know because how dare I move on he was like are you a whore that was the question he asked me you know and I remember thinking like okay first of all we haven't even been going out for like over a year why is this any of your business like why are you asking me questions so my response was is your mom a whore because no I'm seeing the thing is yeah people always laugh it's a good question I mean did he answer it is she that's the point he refused and I kept saying no because then I said is your mom a whore and he was like what I said you're gonna call my mom a whore I said no 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 no. I'm saying is your mom a whore because if your mom is a whore then I am a whore but if your mother is not a whore then I am not a whore do you understand what I mean yeah and then and I was saying it just like you know they're very simple though you know like what is wrong with you that's I'm allowed to say that don't tell me I can't say that and you know you see a lot of guys on um they talk about oh they love their mom no woman is ever going to try being like my mom first of all nobody is competing with your mom you fool nobody mm. is competing with your mom I'm not trying to be your mother I'm not trying to take her love and this shit was you're hiding under that no woman is ever going to be my mom no woman is supposed to be your mom just say that you are misogynist and let it be you know just right. say you don't like women um and then he when I said that he punched me in the face he actually punched me full on square oh in my God. face punched me in my face um and I remember thinking oh, he was driving as well you know clear on just pam and I remember me uh being enraged at the time I hadn't they hadn't battled me they hadn't beaten me down so much that I wasn't gonna fight back because after this I'd gone to situations where I didn't fight back but I obviously then started to attack him whilst he was driving which is terrible <laughs> because he's driving as well so we can crash but I did not care and I, and did I the same to, thing girl uh, you know me <laughs> I was, and then when I bust his, his lip actually um, started bleeding and I was so happy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was so honestly, I left that car looking disheveled, like, you know, like we were in a war, but I did not give a shit. <laughs> it reminds me of the, the, the scene with Ike and Tina when she whoops his ass at the end of the movie in that limo and they get out the car yes. and they're trying to get their clothes again. Oh my god, bro, it was like that. <laughs> it was like, I was swinging and all. Awesome I was shit. so happy when she when she finally whipped his ass in that car. She took him. her shoe off and was going with us to get it, girl. Oh, I remember that. I remember that film so much as well. That film was like my childhood. Yeah, I, I could relate so much. And it's crazy because I remember as a child watching that movie and thinking, well, not even thinking, knowing and saying, wow, the situation we're in here is worse. Yeah. I used to say that I used to go oh if we did a movie you know people would cry more than they cry because I cried at watching that movie when I was a child a lot of the times and now I realize that of course I'm crying because it's sad obviously but also it's something that I'm directly going through yeah so it was really emotional for me um and I don't know I think that it affects us in ways that we don't even realize no and it stays with us it's something it's really deep it stays um yeah like nobody has the power we are not they do have the power but we really have to um take a look at ourselves in this situation and not give people this level of control power and possessiveness over you that they cause you pain physically emotionally I'm not, right. I want to say sexually, but sexually is physically as far as I'm concerned as well. So, right. um, like, we really can't. There's, we need to remove ourselves from situations like that. Yeah. And I, I think agree. that it starts with just educating, our, educating ourselves. But, but 
I guess I wanted to say educating ourselves on our worth, but it's not. It's more so just um, spending time with ourselves, you know, finding out who we truly are and understanding that our worth is not based off of this person. Because oftentimes that's what it is. You feel so worthless without this person. So yeah. worthless that you just end up yeah. thinking, well, I'm just going to stay. I don't care. I'd rather be here than not with this person. Yeah. And anyway, all couples have problems, you know, especially those who are going through emotional abuse. I see that a lot. Like I see um, girls now, they're not necessarily, their boyfriend is not physically abusive, right? So yeah. they don't actually clock all of the um, snide little comments he makes here about yeah. you know things that they're doing or their appearance or their work and stuff like the belittling of their work the belittling of their appearance you know the little snide jokes yeah controlling when they can and cannot go out those are the little things that girls nowadays well women nowadays don't really necessarily clock as um abuse because it's not your standard one yeah it's not the obvious one like you said that you can physically see so we ent- we kind of just stay with it and like you said we even like it yeah we do we do it's it's we oh, we've learned to, to cling to this toxicity and call it love you know um it's funny because you know when you mentioned sexual abuse I remember the same guy I was just talking about I remember one time um well after he did that after he tried to choke me that day well did choke me but after he attacked me that day um you know I obviously knew his level of crazy I said oh he'll kill me crazy Mm. and um I remember telling him that uh, I didn't want to sleep with him and I remember him getting so mad and I remember him telling me you can't tell me no and then he like ripped my draws like you know how you see in movies these guys like rip their shirts off he ripped the draws off of me but the way he ripped them they tore upwards oh my god so girl can I tell you the kind of pain I was in for days I was like I was in so much pain because they ripped up against my skin they ripped on my skin it was so painful and we actually didn't end up having sex but um, that level of entitlement they're really crazy. girl he was like you can't tell me now he was just so angry I remember him running in the house and kicking down the door and we were at somebody else's house and kicking down the door I remember locking the door before he kicked it down and saying when you Thank come God back I'm, I'm gonna be gone <laughs> you know I'm done and and girl all I know is like in like less than five minutes I heard him jiggling at like the doorknob and I was like oh he can't get in because he don't have a key and I've locked the doors and I was fine I like started to walk away and go finish getting ready because I was going out girl in about two seconds later that the front door went busting down he kicked the door in and I learned in that moment that I see the level of crazy he is and I'm just going to refrain from telling him that we're done because I know we're done. We are done in my head. And if he need to hear or think that we're not done until I am in a position to remove myself completely, then your wish is my command because look, I don't want no problems. Yep, we together, we can smile. Yep, what we having for dinner tonight, babe? Because I'm hungry since we together. But no, like I'm, <laughs> <Go>. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not playing those kind of games, but 
I even my most recent relationship, I remember um, when it got to the point where he's, I know he's cheating. I know he's, um, you know, he's talking to other women about me. He's, you know, making his plans on leaving the relationship. He's just doing all these different things. And I remember him um, complaining that I wasn't having sex with him. And obviously I wasn't because he's cheating. Right. Um, and I don't want to be intimate with you. Like, I don't want to be physical with you at all. Um, and not to mention, I seen you talking about me to your women. Like, right. so he, I remember, I remember having sex with him one time, like one of the last times I did. And I remember it felt, I didn't want to. And I remember it felt so bad. It felt like, like he was angry, like he, like he was trying to hurt yeah. me. Because oftentimes when they do stuff like that, that's more about power. Yeah. Men use sex as power, especially sexual violence. It's power to them. It's not about the sex. They don't care. They just use it because, and you know that men also have this really sick way of thinking that they think that when they sleep with you, you first of all, they, you belong to them and you're somehow kind of less than. Yeah. If you know what I mean? So they tend to have this habit of trying, they feel like if they sleep with you now they've who do you think you are yeah because it's not that you're having sex together or you're being intimate together it's like he's having sex to you he's like doing something to to you to make sure and when he's doing that as well the energy he's putting inside you is to make you feel disgusting and horrible right so yeah because he's not having sex with you from love he's having sex with you like your mind how dare you now you lay here and take this anger because you know i don't want to have sex with you so yeah, girl, that's exactly that what it that's exactly what it felt like. It felt yeah. so bad. It felt like he yeah. was trying to hurt me. It just yeah. it was just it it felt like I was being abused, girl. I just yeah. I felt so disgusting. It was I felt that, terrible. It I mean it is. Like it was abuse. It is. Yeah. It that's is. That's what we're it talking is. about and that's right now. So, that's that's abuse. so deep, man. Mm, but but I will say this, um even in this relationship that I'm speaking of like now, my most re- my most recent relationship, um there were other types of abuse, obviously. So um, even when somebody's not physically abusive, you know, they can be extremely verbally abusive. And and you gave some great examples of that, like something, someone putting you down or, or um, you get into the point where this person controls so much of your life that they get to dictate what parts of your life are important enough for you to right. be able to actually pursue. Like, like like things like, yeah, your family and friends not being able to see them or um, if this person is the breadwinner and they now control the money that you get and have and they've now decided to put you in a position to not have anything. And then they now start deciding what they give you or how much they give you and they limit what they give you. So now you're in a situation where you don't have anything. This person has total and complete control over you and Um, they've made you feel like your worth is limited to what you can do for them, what you can do domestically for them, like almost like you're a servant. What can you provide for me cooking and cleaning and all of these other things? But um, but you don't need to be going out anywhere. You don't need to be pursuing any careers or anything like that. Mm, Um, You don't need to be out with your friends or anything like that. Um, So you can be controlled in so many ways. And all of that is still abuse. And sometimes we are so far gone and I didn't even realize it. I remember having a few conversations about it after the fact and really feeling like, 
man, you know, I felt so low. I felt so low at one point, you know, I was, I, I lost so much weight and I thought it was, you know, cause I eat plant-based. I'm like, it's the plants. Mm. And I even started back eating meat for a short period. I was like, it's, I need, it's, it's, I'm losing too much weight. And I was breastfeeding. I was like, I'm gonna eat some meat, ate meat. Now I was getting sick and I was still losing weight. So I had to, so then I was like, okay, it's not the meat. I did. I definitely didn't need, I knew I didn't need that. But my mind was freaking out because I was dropping so much weight and I was so stressed out. And I just didn't know what it was, but it's just, you you can't really see how you're being affected and you don't really realize it, especially when it's That's coming it at you yeah. in these other disguised forms. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you especially don't even realize you're being abused. People yeah. think that, oh my God, life is great for you. Like what did this person do? And you can't even explain it yourself. You can't even explain right. what's wrong and what's why you're not happy. Because when you think of a bad relationship, you think of the extremes or you might compare to a relationship that you were in prior that was worse. And because you're comparing it to that and you're like, well, it's not like that. So I guess, I mean, I don't really know, you know, maybe it's not bad. You start, you know, you yeah, just, definitely. you don't know how to put your finger on it. But meanwhile, your soul is just, just being crushed. I'm telling you, know? you, man, majorly. I do, I agree with that. Especially like the level of the control as well. The controlling behavior, when you, me- you mentioned um, the restricting access to financial resources, just crippling you financially to make sure that you actually can't go anywhere or do anything. Like they dictate, they make you quit your job even. You're like, you're not supposed to work. You have to stay at home. And, right. and if you try and have any kind of life outside of them, they completely guilt trip you. Do you know what I mean? They monitor how you go out, where you can go, who you can go and see. And when they start doing that initially, we kind of think, um, okay, well, okay, I guess he just cares about me. You know, he just wants to spend a lot of time with me. So that's fine. And then before you know it, it's completely engulfed your entire being and your entire life crazy you know what I mean and it's just I just find it really um I feel like most of my a lot of my relationships have started like that me too that's why I said like I don't think I've had any relationship where obviously not all of them have been physically violent thank god but like I said a lot of this abuse um comes they go hand in hand there's normally emotional abuse and psychological abuse hand in hand um and then emotional abuse again is something that is constant I think in most relationships that we don't even realize it at all yeah we don't realize no, we it definitely we make excuses yeah we make excuses you know a lot of us actually believe that um the man is supposed to have this kind of power over us and we are he's supposed to control us and he's kind of supposed to be possessive and we are meant to just submit to that do you know what i mean like i think that that's that's parts of the problem so when they start exhibiting their madness we just see it as well I guess is a man and you know they're supposed to do this this is what they do when they care mm. but it's not we're not supposed to lose ourselves for them you're not supposed to lose yourself for anybody you are so worthy you know what I mean mm. like you deserve a life and a partner that brings you joy and peace and happiness like once you are constantly you know sad and upset and in fact petrified because oftentimes you're petrified of them you're walking on eggshells um it is time to go, you know, and I know that domestic um, 
and it's not even about saying I don't even know the angle I'm really taking this at because I can't even say that you know you should leave yeah because of course you should absolutely leave like 100 but look at this lady that we talked about the TikTok star she left you know like we leave a lot of women try how many women do you know who have tried to leave their partners and the partners have actually killed them when they try to leave the one the one that was with the pastor the uh the sister that was with the pastor and she was with her family a brother and somebody else and they were like in, he was yes, like if she comes back over pastor. here i'll kill her yeah yes i remember that and he did actually kill her yes she went back over there and he killed her it's just a lot of misogyny you know and i just don't know oftentimes i can't lie right now i don't really have a an angle on this because it's very draining for us as women. And I think the best thing that we can do, and even then, again, like I was reading a story about Star. I'm not going to say his name. I don't really know him. I saw him today for the first time. And apparently he was accused of rape um, during a first date. She met him on the first date. They had a great time. And then he raped her. He forced her down. And like, because as far as he's concerned, you know, they've had a great date. So he's entitled to her body, mm. you know? And again, that's something that happened during the first date. So I don't even know what to advise. You know, I can't say to you, as soon as you spot violence, leave because on the first date, you could be met with violence, severe violence. Yeah. You know? And then yeah. if you're in a relationship and you spot it and you want to now want to leave, you can still be met with violence. And then if you're in a relationship and you're so battered and so petrified that you don't want to leave, you're also blamed for it. Do you know what I mean? It's just, I just, it is, it is really difficult for me, Jazz. Honestly, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know, I don't know what to, how to, you know, what it is yeah. we can do as women right now you know honestly it, it gets a bit um it gets a bit uh, much thinking about it at times because it's like how do we continue because we can we're going to continue to um bring up our self-worth and our self-esteem but ultimate <sighs> yeah bottom line is you know yeah at any given stage we can be met with this at any yeah given even stage. even when you're just telling the guy you know you don't want his number he will I attack mean, you there is there yes. is a few women that have been attacked um recently and I think another lady was murdered and I said recently yes. this was a few months back um and I, I feel like was it in New York it was a story I heard recently and it was a few of them that came out back to back that were similar but these guys were trying to um they were trying to talk to her and I know one of them asked for the number and she said no and they were all surrounding her you can see it on a video in the in like a liquor store and so when she walked outside they like attacked her they attacked their they they repulse me do you know what I mean you see how repulsive that is and in yeah. their brains they think it's okay and it's because society continues to reiterate that we belong to them and it's the same way like what I've started doing now is as well when I'm out guys have a I don't know do you know they like to say you know I'm sure loads of men must talk to you guys always say that like it's a compliment it's not a compliment you should be able to see a woman and just leave her alone. Don't comment on the way she looks. Don't comment on her body and then expect her that she's supposed to take it as a compliment. Do you know right. what I mean? So right. even when you're out with them, like when I'm out now and they make absurd comments, don't be like, fine girl, beautiful. Don't call out to me. I literally ignore them. I do not right. like pay any kind of mind to them. And then they will literally say to me, uh-uh, I'm complimenting you. I'm saying fine girl and they get angry like how dare I not recognize this so-called compliment it's not a flipping compliment to me leave me alone right I don't need you saying that to me I don't need you harassing me just no, shut up that, they don't even really mean it like I mean I mean don't obviously mean you bad so, so he means it in a sense because you know obviously <laughs> but 
when they say it, they just say it anyhow. To degrading, in a degrading they, way. They say it yes. to everybody that walks past them. Yes. Anybody that will turn and give them any Ugh. attention, even if somebody gives them no attention. It just, they just say things. It's not like they see somebody has made eye contact no, with you or had a no, conversation with no. you and they're like, oh my God, you, no. you're amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you don't no. even know me. Nothing like, get out of my face. And you're so entitled that I must respond to you and acknowledge you and say, yes thanks all because again this entitlement who do you think you are yeah I'm not entitled you're not entitled to me I know that society has told you that but that's the biggest thing and I think that we need to even start to re-educate as well do you know what I mean engage men and boys like just teach them so that they can let's start to promote non-violence and actual gender equality because I think exactly. the concept of gender equality blows men's minds. This is why they are disproportionately violent to women because they do not see us as equal to them. Oftentimes I, I struggle to think they even see us as human beings. They actually see us as less than. Right. Honestly, because the things that they do to us, they don't do to their friends because they see their friends as equals. But exactly. with women, inherently a lot of men, and I grew up in, in a society, like in a household and in a society like that around everybody around me always makes it clear that a woman, you know, they would say what women are, a woman and a man. There's a big difference between us because we're not mates. But again, even if somebody is not your equal, we have to really re-examine the moral um, compasses of the patriarchy one and men and all of these people who commit these kind of things because they feel that we're not equal to them or they believe that you, they, um, they're your, you're their possession and they can control you. Mm. okay let's say all of that is true right and why is it that you believe that the way to handle that or this position of power quote unquote that you've been given is to abuse it Mm. why is that because I believe everybody has individual power I believe that me for example I'm a very powerful ass individual do you know what I mean but I would never want to use my power to oppress anybody or get anybody to submit to me or control control anybody to feel powerful and whether or not I was supposedly higher than them or they were less than me that's a moral issue you know because exactly. if you're a genuinely decent human being it don't matter if the per- if you believe the person is worth nothing you have no right to treat them so badly and then especially when the person now loves you you know that's some deep psychological issues yeah yeah deep the person is showing you love and you're like well you're less than me anyway so yeah this is how I'm going to treat you because I can treat you like that that's what we have to examine why do you feel that that's like you know what makes it feel good to you like when this person is begging you because you know how we get I know plenty plenty of women have been in those situations definitely you're you're even begging a man to be with him begging him to stay begging him to you know just please like I you know crying and everything and he's like talking to you crazy and disrespecting you and telling you that you mean nothing to him like it's it's really deep really deep so they kind of get off on that mm-hmm. they do get they do they do but this is a question I'm asking you like because I can't answer it but what would you say because I know that you've been we've both been in situations right but what would you say to um because another one that I see a lot I see it in the older generation and I see it in a few young ladies like us who are with partners who are obviously very emotionally abusive, right? They might not be physically abusive, but they're very emotional. They cheat without like regard. They go out, they don't speak to their partners. They talk to them any kind of way. They're very disrespectful. They don't contribute, you know, nothing. They do nothing like that. What would you, um, what kind of advice, like what would you give them to kind of help them 
get out of that situation situation yeah um, emotionally abusive ones especially you know what I mean like how yeah. can they because no no sorry it's let me land I didn't actually land you're I didn't finish there so and then you tell them that's what I wanted to get to you tell the men leave I don't want you anymore I've seen it so many times even married couples get out I'm done I don't want anything to do with you you have to leave me alone and the man just kind of laughs like please I'm not going anywhere and he stays right. he doesn't care he's not leaving and then you end up hearing the woman say well I want him to leave but he's not leaving so in that situation yeah. you don't have to I leave actually right no yeah I know a lot of women have been in those kind of situations too where they don't they don't want to be the ones to leave they want the man to leave they're like if he's yeah. just trifling and, and wants to do all these things and he should just go and it's like you're kind of trying to take the responsibility off of yourself by saying because you know he's he not going to go. go yeah yeah you're scared yeah. you don't want him to go to 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 these women I would say um you know, it comes a time where you have to decide what matters to you and what's mm-hmm. important to you. And for me, no matter how low I've ever gotten in life and how bad I've ever felt and um, how insecure I may have become, I always, always come out with this mindset that I want to be happy and I want to enjoy my life. And I want to experience life the way that God intended me to experience life because God would not make us suffer. God wouldn't want us to suffer. So I always say that like, is, you know how it feels when you're, when you're, you're depressed, you're insecure, you feel, Mm -hmm. you feel worthless. Um, And then if you're observing somebody and they're now abusing you, any type of abuse and you're going through this experience every day that feels really bad Mm. it feels so bad I've even had women ask me um, how do I leave relationships so easy and I said it's not like it's easier for me than it is for anybody else I just don't like the way it feels when it hurts yeah I don't like the pain I don't like feeling worthless I don't like I don't like every day waking up not happy I don't like that feeling so much that I will choose the feeling of leaving, which also is a, is a type of pain because regardless of how terrible a person is to you, once you've developed this kind of traumatic relationship with them, you, um, it's like a, it's like an addiction. It's like, if you eat sugar every day, it's not easy to stop eating sugar. If you smoke every day, it's not easy to stop smoking. Right, right, if right. you, if you do a, 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 any other type of drug, it's not easy to stop doing those things. So if this right. is somebody that you spent a certain amount of time with, um, and it doesn't always have to be an extremely long time, but you've, you've dedicated a certain amount of time with them and, um, and then you now separate yourself from them. You, you go through this withdrawal. Your mind will trick you into remembering a few good moments and thinking about a couple of memories and laughs and sex and different right. things. And, and you think that you really want to be with them or that you miss them. But then the cycle continues if and when you stay. So for me, it was always asking myself, do you want to be happy? What do you want? Because you're not happy. Is it something that can be fixed? Most times, literally. Do you know what I was going to say that? Because 
a lot of the time the answer is actually no when you get to this point when we the, the fixing thing because it's often one-sided if he wanted to fix it he would it would have been fixed we would yeah. be dealing with this but yeah it's because you can't pick brains. somebody else you either cannot. it's it's what can you yeah. do on your end that could change right. it and and what i don't want women to do is because they're looking for a reason to stay in a in a violent situation they ask themselves what can i do and they try to overcompensate for his failures yeah. I don't want that to happen either because we do that as well. Mm, So that is not what I mean by asking yourself, is it something that can be fixed? As in, is, is he controlling you? Is he abusive? Is he verbally abusive? Is he emotionally or, or financially abusive in any other kind of way, you know, dictating what you do and who you see and how your life goes and your experience in this world. Basically, if those things are happening, you cannot change him. And your life is going to be the way that he is now deciding that it's going to be. And that right. is never worth it because in my opinion, and, and I've come a long way from what I used to think love is. Um, I, I could talk, that could be a whole nother episode of me talking about what I think love is. But yeah. one thing I know for certain is love is not controlling. And yes. I don't feel like, I don't believe that we are supposed to own people. People don't belong to us. Right. And, and that's the mistake we make when we get in relationships and we give somebody the power to feel like they are our owners and we feel like we now own them. We feel like they can't even have experiences in, in interactions with other people and without us. And I feel like, and that's when it starts to become really toxic, you know, because we're all free beings and you get to enjoy my energy and, um, experience my energy the same way that other people in my life get to experience me in different ways, but I do not belong to you and you do not get to limit me in, in my life experience. So, yes, you know, powerful. I just, I'm so glad you like, it, honestly, it, this is, I'm listening to it. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Like, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> seriously they do not and because no. a lot of the time we've been brought up to feel like that you know yeah that they have this power over us and they do not have the power over us like that and like you were saying ultimately I think it boils down to like oh just knowing that you deserve so much more and your happiness really is not in this person I know it feels like the happiness is in this person and they're everything and if you don't if you're not around them you know whatever but or even if you like you deserve an amazing life and you can actually give that to yourself yeah you know you can actually have a life that is not built on abuse um fear control constantly cooking and cleaning for somebody else you can every think about the kind of life you want envision it right and you can have that even if it does involve another person right you can have the toxic free beautiful relationship you're worth it you're worth it (laughs) you're worth it you Mm. deserve it you can actually have it I think a lot of women think it's impossible and I think the partners in abusive relationships as well that those who are often the abusers they have a very great way of making the um abusee feel worthless and like they will not do any better like the situation that they're in is going to be the best situation for them that they're not Mm. going to get any better and that's a lie you have to believe that you can create the life you want and you can actually live a in a peaceful um flourishing environment even if it means being on your own you don't have to be scared of being alone you know what I mean? Like you're, you're amazing. It's better to be alone and get to find out who you are than to be in such a, 
in a situation that's bringing you daily pain or because we have to unionize with someone, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I agree with that completely. Um, well, ladies, I am so glad that you all tuned in today um, to, to have this conversation about domestic violence. I love that we were able to, uh, you know, release and share some personal experiences. And even we had a couple of laughs in there, but I know that uh, women who are currently suffering from domestic abuse, do everything that you can to try to remove yourself from a potentially fatal situation. You have everything inside you that you need to thrive and succeed and get out of it and make it out on top. So yes. believe in yourself. I believe in you the same way I believe in myself. We love you. Um, we love you, ladies. We really do love you for real. Yeah, like, we, we do. do. This because we love you, you know, we love us. So we're here. <laughs> yeah, man. We're supporting you. Even though it sounds, it, sounds, it sounds silly, but we are. Like I'm rooting for every woman, every single woman in um, a situation that is literally hindering her life and ruining her quality of life. Yeah. I pray for every single one of us, you know, I send us a light and love and healing. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, ladies, um, as always, you know, you can find us on Instagram or Twitter at The Pal Podcast. And we will see you guys next week. See you next week, guys. Thank you. Bye.